This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie The issues of supply chain squeezes, Brexit impacts on trade, labour shortages and the impacts of COVID on business have been recurring themes on this programme and elsewhere indeed over the last number of months. Joining me on the line to discuss these from a practical perspective is Lily Holmes, Managing Director of PB Machine Tech in Bagnallstown and a past EY Entrepreneur of the Year finalist. Good morning, Lily. Good morning, John. How are you? Very well on this foggy but nonetheless bright morning, if that's not a contradiction in terms. Now, Lily, PB Machine Tech is part of the Burnside group of companies. Before we get stuck into supply chains and all that sort of stuff, tell us the story of the group and indeed your own company. Yes, thanks, John. Anywhere for the opportunity to to have a chat with you this morning. Uh, You're right. uh, PB Machine Tech is one of the companies in the Burnside family of hydraulic cylinder making businesses that are in County Carlow. So the business started back in 1974 with four brothers, my father Paddy and his brothers Tom, Anthony and Jim, when they formed a business to make hydraulic cylinders uh, because there was a demand and a lack of supply that time in places like Armour Salmon for for making uh, beet harvester equipment and so on. So it started very, very small like that. And uh, the business grew over the years and uh, will be 50 years old now in two years' time. So it's, it's there quite a while. And at this stage, to wind on fast, I suppose it's a three-generational company with um, all manufacturing in Carlow, County Carlow, based, based in Tullow, outside Bagnallstown and in Bagnallstown and Carlow Town. And uh, also Burnside also still have a plant in Pennsylvania where there's manufacturing as well. Uh, jobs in the county are up at about 1,000. So 1,000? Wow. Yeah, an important employer and feel a responsibility then to people. And we're lucky to have great staff, really, really good staff, flexible staff and long-standing staff um, within all of the factories. But we could do with a lot more right now. Yeah. And we're really sourcing for more and finding that quite challenging at the minute. Yeah, now hydraulic cylinders, tell us some of your clients and where yeah, they would be used. Okay, so the, uh, um, first of all, I suppose I should say the cylinders are like muscles for machinery, the same as the muscle is for the body. So they, they move, lift, push, and, and uh, extend pieces of equipment. So things like forklifts, like garbage trucks that come to pick up your bin at the door, um, agricultural machinery such as a plough, a harvester, all of those types of equipment um, use hydraulic cylinders. So some key names there, I suppose, would, would be Linda for forklifts, JLG for all those aerial work platforms you see around the around the world on construction sites and cleaning windows. A name that you see more often in Ireland there now that um, is one of our very large customers. It's a company called Snorkel. They're snorkel lifts. Again, mm. people people use them as as lifting aerial platforms for uh, reaching high high um, high workplaces. Yeah, there, there's some examples. So um, you mentioned Snorkel uh, and you mentioned other companies around the world. So the hydraulic uh, cylinders that they're using often are from County Carlow. Absolutely, yeah. And and it's nice. And in fact, recently we had an occasion to buy ourselves a work platform. And it was really interesting for the guys that work in the factory, particularly because we bought one which um, came back came from the UK. But we ourselves had supplied the cylinders to that company, Snorkel. And it's nice now to be using some of the final equipment that we provide the, the cylinders for. But that can happen all over the world, absolutely. Yeah, so you're sending, yeah, you're sending the hydraulic cylinders out of County Carlow, but presumably they come in, they don't come in, but you get raw bits of steel uh, and you use components that you're getting from all around the world to put them together. 
we're hearing a lot about supply chain issues. How are these affecting you or are they affecting you? They are affecting us and affecting us badly. Um, anybody in the manufacturing world will know now uh, that steel is, is, a, is a rare commodity, and uh, <laughs> to get your hands on and to get your hands on anything like in anything like the period we used to. So, uh, with all of the various things that are going on, be them political or economical around the world, there's a, a knock-on effect, as, as is normally the case anyway. So, to obtain steel in particular, but it's extending now to things like packing timbers and even plastics, rubber, various commodities now are hard to get your hands on now so we've got to have much longer lead times and we're paying much higher costs for them mm. so it's having a big effect on anybody in manufacturing right now and presumably you'd like to pass those increasing costs on to your customers but then presumably your customers are pushing back that's the constant struggle of businesses like yours i would imagine it is and it, it challenges us and you, you could very easily get squeezed in the middle and to a certain degree we all are um, because, uh, you know, customers will hang on there for as long as possible and not want to take on some of the cost and at the same time we want to give excellent customer service so we've got to secure the materials thereby we have to pay the cost and quite honestly if you don't pay the cost right now your supply chain literally will not supply you. So you're at the behest of whatever they demand for it almost. There are things like cartels going on now in the steel world, which, which make it really challenging. However, though, um, customers that are in, uh, in the steel industry themselves, because if somebody's making, say, a forklift, they've got to buy various steel commodities and other commodities like wheels and engines and, and, and electronics as well. And they, too, are incurring it from other, cost- uh, from other suppliers. So they do see that we're in a partnership together and they will contribute to some degree, but usually not sufficiently. So mm. there's, there's a challenge there to become more competitive then, yes. Yeah, and it's a constant juggle and a struggle, I would imagine, but you're getting through it. I was talking to you one day recently and you had issues sourcing paint, which wasn't something that I'd thought of, but would presumably you have to paint your hydraulic cylinders before you send them out. Yeah, uh, gosh, every week brings <laughs> brings another surprising challenge onto the list, to be honest with you. So about a week ago, that was the latest one. Um, as in, you know, some of the component materials may not be coming in to the paint supplier to produce the final paints. And that, that has, has become an issue now, too, just as plastics have. And uh, as I said, there was timber for, for packing materials. So some of them are caused by, by shortages and, and, and so on. And some of them are caused by other things like logistic issues and container shipping becoming so expensive now. And And availability is one thing, but getting stuff through the land bridge, presumably from the UK and with Brexit is another. Has that impacted or is that talk of, of the disruption of Brexit overblown in your view? Um, we're coping quite well with Brexit and it didn't turn out to be as big an issue for us as it might have for maybe for some other businesses but that's all down to preparation really um, we put a, a team on it in-house and a, and a good team and they worked hard and we did several things we tried to avoid coming through the land bridge wherever we can that's both going out with exports and coming in and uh, ports like Ross Lair are used heavily now and it's great to see the developments there it's a really big help to Ireland I think um, we we set up some other suppliers, so we, we stopped trading with some UK uh, suppliers and not customers, of course, but UK suppliers. Mm. And um, it, it has really, the outcome of Brexit really is it's brought cost with customs clearance, even though there's no tariff, but we still have to go through the process. Mm. And it has delayed uh, transport one way and the other, both ways, by about a day. Mm. So it's done that to us. Yeah, so another complication, but you're managing your way through it. Now, um, COVID, of course, has disrupted every business. Uh, manufacturing, you know, making 
wanting hydraulic cylinders, presumably most people don't have the option of <laughs> working from home and making cylinders in their spare bedroom and so on. How have you kept the show on the road? Uh, Carlo, oftentimes, unfortunately, at the top of the charts when it comes to infection rates per 100,000. Yeah, I heard it again this week. The numbers are high in County Carlo. Um, thankfully, in our company, we've done very well. But again, we acted really quickly and uh, people really rode in and we have to thank our staff for that. They they really took care of each other and really did their very best to look after customers. So we had to stay working. Uh, we didn't stop because some of our customers needed to make machinery like I spoke about, uh, such as forklifts, to even move PPE around the world to, to help with the pandemic. So in our case, yeah, uh, home working is not really an option. It's on-site manufacturing, and that's how we've had to be. So we've introduced a lot of protocols, John, things like distance control, obviously, temperature controls, antigen testing where needed, and various other, other protocols, uh, obviously mask wearing throughout all of the time. And I have to say it's not easy for staff, and they've been brilliant because they've complied with those protocols so well. And we've only had something like three cases in a year and a half in a big business. And they were, none of them were even company-based, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been really good, yeah. Well done. But um, you did indicate that you are on the lookout for staff and you could actually expand your workforce by in the region at 10% if you could get people. That's a real challenge. Absolutely. It's, it, materials and people are our biggest challenges at the moment. And I would say, to be honest, uh, people are the bigger challenge right now at this moment in time. And we could easily increase by 10% if we could get staff tomorrow morning. We're interviewing all of the time. And at the same time, uh, we need a certain skill set to come into the company or at least um, an ambition and an attitude to, to, to pick up on the skills. Mm. And we're encouraging everybody, men and women of all nationalities, to come join us. We have a really good dynamic team. Everybody's very helpful. We've got an in-house training centre even developed to encourage uh, education as people work. You know, there's the possibility to come, get a job, get some money, good money in a reliable business that will will be long-lasting and still develop your education because we have very good links as well in, you know, in the southeast even in general. We have great links. We have a a university about to unfold here now Mm -hmm. and we've got bodies like Skillness and Engineering the Southeast and various bodies that really want to help businesses by working with them to enable their staff to upskill. Well, Lily, pleasure talking to you as always and best of luck uh, to everyone in PB Machine Tech and throughout the entire Burnside group in County Carlow. Oh, thank you very much, John. And thanks for all your support um, for all of our businesses and to everybody, uh, as I say, staff mainly and everybody else that supplies into us and helps support us in any way. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast.